Few situations are as uncomfortable for an employer as dealing with employee hygiene issues. Still, poor hygiene can have a negative effect on clients and coworkers alike. That's why you should be prepared to respond appropriately when you encounter these kinds of situations. Welcome to HRpreneur, a podcast by ADP. This is Jim Duffy. Today we'll talk about addressing hygiene issues in the workplace with Merrill Gutterman. Merrill works as counsel here at ADP. Merrill, as always, thanks once again for joining me. Hi, Jim. Thanks for having me again today. You bet. So let's get started. So how can an employer help prevent hygiene issues in the workplace? I think one of the most important things an employer needs to do is to first set clear expectations from the beginning. So you should consider having a workplace hygiene and grooming policy. And in that policy, you should provide specific examples of the company's expectations when it comes to personal and workplace cleanliness. Um, You can also incorporate these expectations into your existing dress code or your personal appearance policies. But it's important to keep in mind that hygiene issues may be caused by a number of different reasons, maybe because of a medical condition or because of cultural differences or mental health issues or personal problems or just poor grooming habits. So it's important to never assume that any one of those factors is the cause. And also it's important to be mindful that you're not violating non-discrimination laws when you're addressing a hygiene issue. That's an interesting point. So, Meryl, if I may, what non-discrimination laws should employers be mindful of? There are several to think about. Um, The ones that come to mind are the ADA and Title VII. Those are the two federal laws um, that I'm thinking about first. So, under the ADA, which is the Americans with Disabilities Act, and also there are similar state laws that have similar protections, Um, Under those laws, employers may be required to provide a reasonable accommodation for an employee's disability. And then also under Title VII of the Civil Rights Act, employers may also be required to make a reasonable accommodation for an employee's sincerely held religious belief or practice unless providing those accommodations would pose an undue hardship on the business. So, for example, if you require employees to be clean-shaven, you may need to make an exception for those who have beards as part of a religious practice. Um, That's just one thing that comes to mind. Um, Also, under the ADA and Title VII, those laws have different standards when you evaluate whether an accommodation would impose an undue hardship. So you may want to consult with legal counsel if you're in a situation where you are thinking about making a reasonable accommodation um, because of someone's either their disability or because of their sincerely held religious belief. All right. So what should an employer do if they actually receive a hygiene complaint? So if you become aware of the potential issue because of a complaint, I think the first thing to do is to investigate to determine um, the details that are surrounding that issue. Um, And the simplest thing to start with is interacting with the employee directly to find out what's going on. All right. Say they do some simple investigation and they verify that a hygiene problem exists. What What do you do next? I think in that case, you start by having a conversation with the employee and an HR representative and their manager, um, somebody who's trained and experienced to handle difficult conversations. And you should have a conversation face-to-face in a private location. You don't want to raise the issue via an email or anonymously or in some indirect way. Um, And if the issue was brought to your attention by another employee, Um, You just want to let that person know, whoever raised the complaint, that you're going to be handling the situation. So what should be discussed during this meeting? 
Well, I would set the stage first by letting the employee know that you're going to be talking about a difficult topic. Um, in some cases, the employee may not even know that there's a problem that exists, and you may need to give specific information about what the problem is. Um, as much detail that you can provide as possible is important, so explain the issue, and of course, treat the employee with respect. You just want to be also very factual. Um, don't use any judgmental language. Um, if you have a policy in place, then you can talk about how the situation is impacting that policy and how it's affecting your business. Um, for instance, if you've gotten customer complaints or if coworkers have expressed difficulty with working with the employee, then you want to let the employee know about the complaints, but you want to be careful also not to disclose the individual who made the complaints. Um, and then you also want to give the employee sufficient opportunity to respond. So if they talk about the fact that their personal hygiene issue is caused by a disability or religious belief, then you want to think about whether that reasonable accommodation may be something that can resolve the issue. So things that could constitute reasonable accommodations may include providing the employee with time off for, to get treatment, um, or perhaps making an exception to your hygiene policy, or maybe allowing your employee to work from home for a certain amount of time. All right, so uh, what are the follow-up? What are the next steps? Well, I would close out the meeting first by communicating your expectations and your next steps to the employee and make sure that you're documenting the conversation you had and the actions you're going to be taking to address the issue. Um, if it's the employee's responsibility to execute on corrective action, then you want to make sure you're documenting the potential consequences of failing to rectify the situation. Also important to set a timeline for resolution and really important to follow up. Um, if there's going to be a reasonable accommodation as a solution, then you want to make sure you're documenting the specifics regarding the need for that accommodation, also documenting any possible alternatives um, that you may have talked about but ultimately decided weren't the best accommodation to utilize. You want to talk about how you came to the decision to choose that reasonable accommodation and how it's going to be implemented as well. Thank you, Meryl. Uh, great information. I appreciate that. So, when hygiene is an issue, a direct conversation with the employee can help lead to a reasonable solution, but as Meryl points out, it's important to be sure you comply with all applicable laws in the process. I want to thank you all for listening to HRpreneur. Thanks again for joining us. Take care and be well.